Thank you so much for coming to spend the uh, Christmas Eve with us. I'm glad you've made us part of your family tradition this weekend. As long as I can remember, I've always wanted to worship on Christmas Eve. My family did not celebrate that, you know, that particular way, but uh, as soon as I planted a church, I knew we were going to do this, and, and we have every year. Thank you so much for doing it with us. Uh, please stand as we sing, Oh, Come, All, the Faith- All Ye Faithful. Joyful and tired 
Our first lesson is from Isaiah chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Let's pray. O Lord God in heaven, from all eternity you existed as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in glory. And you created a people for yourself to share in that glory. But then darkness came and spread in the world and in our hearts. And we were lost in the darkness of sin and death. But in the depths of your love, you purposed to save us. And Jesus, you laid aside your glory to come live with us and to die for us. And so tonight we crown you king, the king of heaven, king of the church, and king of all creation. And of the increase of your government of peace, there will truly be no end. And in that we find our hope. In the name of Jesus, our Savior, we pray. Amen. Please stand as we sing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
You may be seated. Lesson two, Matthew chapter one, verses 18 through 25. And her husband Joseph, I'm sorry, I'm going to back up. Matthew 1, 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And behold, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgins shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Please stand and sing with us.
You may be seated. Now for the third lesson, a reading from Luke chapter 2, verses 4 through 19. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled <laughs> they were filled with great fear, and the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be with all of the people. For unto you is born this day the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at the shep with the shepherds that told them, but Mary treasured up all of these things, pondering them in her heart. Please stand and sing with us. Just been 
lesson, Matthew 2, 1 through 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. Or, excuse me, or from you shall come the ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time they saw the, the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring word to me that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. <clears throat> when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and they worshiped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Please pray with me. Father, you emptied yourself and became, became one of us, uh, the most helpless form of a human being, a baby. I pray that you would help me, help us, to know how wonderful it is. Help us to know it and understand it. And I pray um, that through that understanding, you would fill us with your love. And I pray that that love would flow out uh, to each other and God, uh, to the people all around us so that, so that everyone would know that you're our God um, and that you love us. Thank you for Christmas. Thank you for coming. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. When our denomination was formed in 1973, every man who, uh, every pastor who left uh, the old denomination and came into the PCA uh, was say, had to say goodbye to his pension, uh, had to leave uh, his, uh, what now we would call our 401k behind. And so our denomination formed a ministry called the PCA at that time, it was called the PCA Widows Fund. It was to help support them and, and really to help support their wives after they had passed away. Uh, that fund continues into this day, and now it is used, uh, it's used for a lot of men who have not been able to save for their pensions. It's used to support a lot of wives whose men have uh, died early or who have gone out of the ministry for one reason or another and have, stop, have stopped supporting their wives. Uh, one of the ladies in our church was 
deeply blessed by this ministry that supported her for two years while she was able to go back to school and return, uh, retool and, and get a, a job to support herself. Uh, and so we take up the offering, all the uh, PCA churches in the country take up their Christmas Eve offerings uh, and give it to this one ministry, the PCA Widows Fund. And we would invite you to do that today. The ushers will come forward during the second verse of this song as we all sing. Please stand. lesson uh, tonight comes from the disciple John, who was the youngest of the disciples. Jesus had to take him under his wing, let him lean against his breast. 
And he outlived the rest of the disciples and really tried to capture the significance of Jesus' life when he wrote his gospel. And so he gives us these words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Full of grace and truth in the flesh. Uh, If you know anything about me, then you probably know I love Christmas. I love a good party. Uh, I love Christmas parties in particular. I love the fact that we have parties for a month. I think that's hilarious and awesome. I love the fact that the entire world celebrates Christmas, even though a lot of people don't believe in it. Uh, Maybe most don't believe in it, but it still seems appropriate to celebrate, which I think is funny. Man, I'm, I'm with them. And I love Christmas movies. I love classic Christmas movies. I have seen Ebenezer Scrooge in 15 different formats. Yes, I think the Muppets did it best. I love new classics like Ralphie and his P, uh, BB gun and the Christmas story. And sweet Chevy Chase just trying to give his family the best Christmas ever and Christmas vacation. And I love the terrible, cheesy, Hallmark Christian Christmas movies with their continual message that if you want to find love, all you have to do is leave your job in the city and move back home to the country. And that boy that never got a job will be waiting on you in a flannel shirt and fulfill your dreams. I love them. I I don't know why. I can't imagine why they're being made, but I love them. And I I think I've seen this year, um, I don't know, a correlation that I've never seen before. This year, uh, 
leading up to Christmas. We did the very traditional four Sundays of Advent. And, uh, you know, if you don't know, the the four Sundays uh, and the four candles represent hope, joy, love, and peace. And I've just seen this year how universal those desires are. Those desires are universal. Hope. We want that. We want our hope restored. We don't want to be these cynic pessimists. We want to be like Ralphie, who just believes he's going to get that BB gun no matter how many people tell him he'll shoot his eye out. We want hope. And we want joy. We want joy. We want to be like Ebenezer Scrooge when he wakes up and he realizes it's not too late. Christmas is still here. It's just Christmas morning. And he starts throwing his money away and he's and celebrating. We want, we want joy. And we want love. We want to be like George Bailey, surrounded with his with his dear Mary under his arm and surrounded by the friends of the community, uh, just outpouring how much they love him and how much he's meant to them throughout the years. And we want peace. I think all of us, at some point in December, find ourselves feeling like Charlie Brown when he says to Linus, I know I'm supposed to be happy, but I'm just not. I think there's something wrong with me. And we want peace. We want the peace that he finds singing Hark the Herald Angels Sing under the stars and remembering what Linus told him about Jesus coming and that being what Christmas is all about. We want those things desperately. And there seems to be this inherent understanding everybody all of us no matter what you believe about the bible we all seem to share this understanding that hope joy love and peace have to come from the outside in we're not going to get them looking around us in the world we're not going to get them looking inside of our own hearts We need somebody to give them to us, to show us the way, whether it be Ralphie trusting Santa Claus, Ebenezer Scrooge being taken to task by the three ghosts, uh, sweet George Bailey getting teamed up with the worst angel of all time, the, the workaholic, young, somehow still gorgeous, middle aged woman going back to her hometown to find. Hope and love in flannel. We know that we're not going to find it inside. We've got to look somewhere else. We've got to look somewhere else. It's, it's everywhere. We're told when we go to the mall, right, just don't give up hope. Believe. Just believe. And, and you, too, will wake up with a Lexus outside in your driveway. Don't give up. And the ironic thing is that is precisely what Christians celebrate. Someone from outside our realm of existence, someone outside our dimension, has 
entered into this world to bring us hope. Hope through the, his defeat of death. Joy. Joy uh, incomprehensible and full of glory because you've been loved. Love that is, that is transcendent. Love that is so great that God would give his own son for you. And peace. The peace of knowing that you have God with you, full of grace and truth. That God came and visited this world, and He didn't come in judgment or in anger. He didn't come to scream at us or to shame us or to guilt us. But that He came full of grace and truth to give us life. It's fascinating how many more people celebrate Christmas than who actually believe the gospel. But if that's you this morning, evening, I would beg you to look to someone you know and ask them why they believe that this visitor whose birthday we celebrate why they would believe that he is the bringer of hope and joy and love and peace. Please pray with me. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you're not a legend. You're not a myth. You're not a tradition that we keep. You're not a story that warms our hearts and makes us feel better, but ultimately just sends us back out into the world empty-handed. But that you, Lord, are a person who came to us in the flesh. And that people like John touched and handled with their hands. That you're real. You are as real as our problems. You're as real as our fears. And you are as real as our needs. And I pray, Father, that this holiday, many, many would believe upon him, would receive him, and be given the right to become children of God. For it's in Jesus' precious and perfect, priceless name we pray. Amen. All right, this is the final song, and we're going to light your candles, and I always have to demonstrate this for you, okay? If your candle is lit, you hold it straight up, and all the wax goes down on this paper. And if your candle is not lit, you lean it over and touch it like this, see? And no wax spills. Now, if your candle's lit, you don't do this. Okay, I told you, you're not going to listen. Please stand for our final song.
John chapter 8, Jesus was celebrating Hanukkah. And the last day of Hanukkah, they would, uh, at the temple, they would leave the, the biggest lampstand unlit because, Jesus, because God had not yet sent the Messiah, the light of the world. And Jesus went and stood beside that lampstand and he said, I am the light of the world. If anyone comes to me, he will not walk in light, darkness. He will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And then he turned to his disciples later and said, You are the light of the world. No one lights a lamp and puts it, on a, puts it under the bed or under a basket, but you put it on a lampstand so that everyone can see. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Merry Christmas.